Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. Hey guys, JD here. Tuesday, October 10th, OVO month. Awesome, awesome stuff. Let's start with Monday Night Football. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers lose by four to the Las Vegas Raiders. I thought Jordan Love, a lot of mistakes in this one. Uh, He threw three picks. Uh, He threw the ball 30 times, only 16 for 30, 182 yards. Matt LaFleur, they tried to mix in the run game. Uh, 20 carries for A.J. Dillon. We know Aaron Jones was out. A dynamic threat for the Green Bay Packers. But Love, not making great decisions. I thought two of his picks, uh, not great. But one of his interceptions, specifically, wasn't a good one. He didn't see the inside backer on the strike route. Just threw a pick. Uh, Ball security is job security. And we know for these young guys, uh, Jordan Love's got to play good football to remain the starter in Green Bay. Uh, I know all their eggs are in one basket, you know, with Aaron Rodgers' departure in the offseason. And the future looks like it's up to Jordan Love, but he must play turnover-free football. Uh, He's played pretty good, guys. Uh, throughout the first few games of this season, we know against the Bears, uh, he played good football, throwing for three tutties, 245. They lost a close one against Atlanta, uh, where he threw, threw three TD passes against the Saints, winning by one, throwing for 259. And you guys are understanding these stats. I mean, Jordan Love looks pretty good, but he took a step back on Monday night, primetime, First time with all the lights on them um, and really didn't perform. Green Bay, their defense played really, really well. And Jimmy G just did what Jimmy G does and played game manager. Uh, He threw a pick in this one, but also a tutty. Josh Jacobs on the ground. Myers had a good game. I almost felt like a lot of attention was on Devontae Adams. Freeing up Jacoby Myers, which was awesome. Uh, he led the team in receiving, and post-game we figured out that Devontae Adams was not 100%, not feeling that great out there. So uh, whether he had two catches or 15, uh, a win's a win, and they all count the same in the end. Let's go to Sunday Night Football, and yes, I'm, I'm going to knock Dan Orlowski. He knows I love him. NFL Live, it's always a pleasure, but he made a statement very concerning early on in this week. He said if Mac Jones was in Kyle Shanahan's offense, he'd be doing what Brock Purdy's doing, and I couldn't disagree more. Don't disrespect Mr. Irrelevant like that again. Brock Purdy is making some really, really good throws. He's stepping up in the pocket. His eyes are downfield. It's really, really good two, three-step drop, and it's coming out. Uh, We know in San Fran there's a lot of weapons, and they absolutely knocked the socks off the Dallas Cowboys, which is concerning for D-Town Boogie, 42-10. to Purdy throws for four tutties. But back to that original point, guys. Kyle Shanahan calls outstanding plays. No one's taken that mind from him. And George Kittle and Debo Samuel, and CMC, and we know all the weapons there in San Fran, and don't let me forget that outstanding offensive line, but Brock Purdy is doing things that great quarterbacks do. He is not turning over to football. Um, He has 1,271 yards already on the season. 
What else is important for Brock? He came off a big injury last year and he has nine TD passes and zero picks. Yes, guys, I just said it. Zero picks on the season playing mistake-free football, a humble kid. A lot of his teammates are so impressed with what comes out of his mouth, what comes out of his mouth as a leader here in the Bay Area. Um, he lives a very humble life. He's not even making a million dollars yet, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, or at least playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league if you don't want to put him on that top five yet. He lives with a roommate. He drives his old car. He views this as an opportunity for him, an opportunity for him to not only sign a big deal in the future, but an opportunity to win the whole thing with the San Francisco 49ers. I think that's really, really exciting. We know the Niners were in it even years with Jimmy G, but this is for sure an upgrade. And I really, really believe that Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers will be coming out of the NFC this year. We know Philly's going to have something to say about it. We know the Detroit Lions are going to have something to say about it. But when it comes down to X and O football, when it comes down to making plays defensively and offensively, because we know they are absolutely dynamic on both sides of the football. That was an ass whooping on Sunday night. And Micah Parsons said, don't worry about it. Dallas will be fine. Um, but I think Dak Prescott. Guys, I'm moving to the other side of the football because I was praising Brock. Now I'm going to rip Dak. Three interceptions in this ball game. When the Dallas Cowboys only trust you, Dak, to throw the football 24 times in a ball game, that's a red flag. Dak's not going to win you games, folks. The Dallas defense will. The run game from Pollard will. Short throws from Dak, yeah, he can make a few of those, but the Townfield throws, man. Dak makes mistakes inside the numbers. It is scary. I would never want Dak as my quarterback. And no disrespect to Prescott. You know, he hasn't, he's had an up and down career. He's already 30 years old. They're going to have to make a decision pretty soon on if he's going to be the future for his second leg of his career. I think the answer is to move on. Find somebody else. We know Trey Lance is there now. Cooper Rush isn't the answer, but he's there as a backup. Um, if Dak keeps losing ball games for this ball club, it's time to make a move in Dallas. And uh, Jerry Jones must take that personally and uh, look within their organization on what moves they should make going forward. Next game, so happy for Hack. You know I don't usually praise the New York Jets, but Hack, Nathaniel Hackett, congratulated for the win over his former team. We know Sean Payton ripped him in the preseason. We know Sean Payton is 1-4, and four and everybody should be laughing at him now. But the Jets took the high road. The Jets won the football game, and I thought... Zach Wilson played pretty well, 200 yards in the air, completion percentage pretty good, 19 for 26. Brees Hall with an outstanding game on the ground, 177 yards in a tutty. Uh, the run game and the defense really showed up for the New York Jets. Zach Wilson just had to play game manager down the stretch and a good win for the Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was very proud of the New York Jets on the Pat McAfee show earlier today, Tuesday, I'm recording. Just all around good football. The Jets want to get back to that. They're coming off a good loss. I don't like to call it good losses, but they lost by three to the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football last week. And they showed a lot of steps in the right direction, and Zach played really well. Aaron Rodgers, Robert Sala, they all said that Zach will win a lot of football games in this league. He's going to clean up the mistakes, and he's going to 
move forward in a positive direction by doing so. The Philadelphia Eagles, low-scoring game. Not going to spend a ton of time on this one, but they beat the Rams and they stay undefeated. Bengals-Cardinals, I really wanted to get to this one because Joe Burrow finally had a Joe Burrow-type game. And it wasn't blame on Joe through the first four weeks. But week five, he showed up. And his offensive line showed up. And that's most important. Cincinnati threw the ball 46 times in this ballgame. But Joe Burrow threw for 317 yards and three tutties. And guess who had those three tutties? Jamar Chase, who said he is always open. <laughs> we saw that funny post-game interview. Uh, and he truly means it. Jamar Chase is a top three wide receiver in the game, as well as Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson to round out that top three. And he must get the football. He must get the football when they're in the red area. He is a deep ball threat as well. And I really think the Cincinnati Bengals, this is going to be the tide turning for them this season, and I'm really excited to see what the Bengals have left in store. The Detroit Lions, I'm so proud of these guys, 4-1. and one. Jared Goff, I mean, Goff is showing up and showing up big, man. Three tutties, threw for 236 passing yards in the game. Good game on the ground for Montgomery, over 100 yards in a tutty. I'm just so happy that there's parity within the NFL. When would I tell you that the Detroit Lions are one of the best teams in the NFL. It's just awesome to say. I truly feel, guys, and this is a bold, bold prediction. The Lions can come out of the NFC. They could really knock on the door. I know I have the Niners, but a lot of Lion fans, including Mr. Bond over at Childs. I mean, it is a pleasure to watch them. We know they're well coached. We know their defense is good, led by Aiden Hutchinson. But Jared Goff, his second leg of his career, he's showing up big time. I I like him more in Detroit than I liked him in L.A. And he took them to a Super Bowl appearance with the L.A. Rams as well. Props to Jer. Last game I'll cover on this show because I wanted to dive deep real quick. The New England Patriots are in trouble. Big trouble. Bill Belichick is in trouble. Big trouble. I say that because Bill Belichick is not getting the right pieces around Mac Jones. He is not allowing Mac to be successful. No receivers. Not great tight ends. The run game has been ineffective. The O-line we know is not top-notch. I really feel that Robert Kraft has to have a conversation with Bill Belichick. I mean, it's already proven that Tom bailed him out for 20 years. We're seeing that before Tom came into the league and post-Tom here in the last few. Um, Robert Kraft must tell Bill Belichick that he is just a coach. Uh, He's not going to play that GM role and have a big say in what the organization does. I truly feel that way because I was talking to my buddy Jay Powell this weekend, a longtime New England fan. And he does not like that New England doesn't pay anybody. This isn't Brady. This isn't when you can have Tom and you could have kind of, sort of, okay receivers and he's going to make them look special. Brady's a once-in-a-lifetime guy. You have Mac Jones, an average quarterback. He needs receivers around him. He needs an offensive line. He needs defense that's going to step up, not allow 34 points to the New Orleans Saints. I mean, guys, it's just embarrassing what Bill is doing. and. I no longer tell people or talk about Bill Belichick being the best coach in the NFL. No, Tom made him look spectacular. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes makes him look spectacular. Let's go to basketball. Phil Jackson ain't that good. He had Michael for six, Kobe for five. I mean, guys, coaching, I always say, 
I'm not saying I knock coaching. You know, we know what Kyle Shanahan's doing with the Niners and absolutely brilliant on the offensive end. But you are nothing without the players on the field executing. Coaches matter, but players are difference makers. And take that to the bank. It was a good week in the NFL. Uh, the New York Giants, by the way, sorry to Greg family, uh, my friends from up north, but I'm not talking about the Giants for the rest of the season on this show. I'm done. I'm irritated. It's bothering me. Um, the one win they have, I wish they lost it. So we're really in a tank situation. They shouldn't have come back against the Cardinals because they haven't been close in any other game. It's unbelievable. But again, we're going to stay positive with JD here. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up tonight with saying once again, shout out the San Francisco 49ers for being one of the best teams in the NFL. And Brock Purdy, don't listen to that hate, young man. Tom Brady, the GOAT, was drafted late and they didn't believe in him early on in his career. Keep fighting, keep chipping away. You're making some really, really good throws outside the numbers, inside the numbers, deep ball, HB slip screens. You're doing it all, young fella. I'm really proud of you, Brock. Keep up the good work. You'll hear from JD. Sorry you didn't hear from me the last few weeks. I was uh, doing some podcast work with my buddy Stingray, Bobby Ray, uh, known as B-Ray and Big Shot Bob. So I uh, wanted to shout him out here tonight on the show. And uh, yeah, week to week once again, J-D out. Yeah.